0: Scottish Football Podcast. Uh, we're here to look back at all of the weekend's action. Um, yeah, I'm Andrew Gamba and I'm joined by Lewis Kemp. Lewis, how are you doing? How are you doing, Gamba? Not as quick as you, fortunately, this week. Or maybe oh, or good maybe stuff. Good stuff. Uh, uh, <laughs> maybe you are. Uh, Ryan Crombie is also joining us. Ryan, how are you doing? I am okay.
1: Not as quick as you, Gamba. <laughs> <Good stuff. laughs> I'm doing
0: fantastic. <laughs> good stuff. I hope... Hopefully avoiding the repetition is a returning Matt Finley. Matt, how are you doing?
2: Yes, uh, Gamba, I'm very good, thanks. Good to be back. Good
0: stuff, good stuff. <laughs> right, boys, I'm excited to talk about the Scottish Premiership. Are you? Let's talk about Celtic beating Bundy one day. Was that a question the most or was exciting... just... <laughs> just expected to kind of dissipate yeah, yeah, I was just I was expecting like a like a cheer of anticipation, you know, just everyone buzzing about this game. eh uh, Right. Lewis, you were at yes. you, were, you were at Celtic Dundee, yes. um 1-0, I've got written down in my notes a tale of two keepers. Is that true?
3: Hmm. Um to an extent I think obviously De Vries is getting majority of kind of attention, which we probably deserved. Um I think the fact, I mean, if anyone's not playing a game in over a year, or a competitive game in over a year, to come back and put in the performance he did, I think deserves a bit of plaudits for that, but um in my view, I think Dundee should be doing a lot better uh, for those chances. Uh, the Rory Deacon one in particular, I know he's kind of, he's kind of a bit off balance a wee bit, I think that's kind of bringing him down. Yeah. Um, but he's still got a lot of time there and all he has to do is just poke that ball into the corner and he just doesn't do it for whatever reason. Um, McGowan as well, I thought had a really good chance. Um, hit straight at the keeper. Um, it's, it's one of those ones, I mean, it looks on, on, like, on highlights and stuff. Um, I think he, he maybe it looks a bit better, but being there in person and being at that kind of side... Um, of the ground, I um, had a pretty decent view for a lot of the chances, and I do think Dundee probably should have done a bit better. Um, I think I think for Celtic, I think Griffiths missed a really really good chance um, in the uh, in second half as well. But uh, the majority of the really good chances are gonna fail for Dundee, and I think they'll be hard pressed um, not to waste waste of actually scored in this game. Um, I mean, it, it kind of you know looked
0: relatively even going by the highlights mm. was that due to Celtic
3: changes the way Dundee played I, well, a little bit of Columby I, I, I mean don't get me wrong it wasn't I don't think it was really a close game it was Dundee had a lot of chances right towards the end um, but Celtic at times they looked comfortable at times they looked a bit haphazard um, but I think for the majority of the game they did look comfortable um, probably just about deserved to win the game Um I think Roberts in particular was the the real standout. and um, he just ran um I mean that whole that that right right flank. Um he was just constant a constant threat the full game. Um he was excellent. Um to be fair, um each of goal as well was was really, really well taken. Um so many times you see him setting himself up uh, and just bowling it over the bar um from kinda on long range and thankfully this time I actually went to the back of the net. Um but um there's still there's still a few issues there for Celtic. It looked a bit soggish at times, um, certainly in terms of passing. Um and I think uh, as I said before, I think Dundee would just be feel a bit um a bit annoyed, didn't at least uh, hit the back of the net.
0: Hmm. Um very kind of <coughs> briefly we'll kinda of talk more about it. Um this is another very close game at Celtic Park. Hmm. There's been a few of them. In recent times,
3: do you think they're actually getting better away from home than they are at home? What uh, can I talk about? Well, well, Rodgers is obviously blaming the pitch quite a bit. Um, the pitch doesn't help things. Um, and I know like, your your dad will say, "Oh, well, well, two people need to play, two teams need to play on it, and all that." But like, um, end of the day, in terms of the football, they want to play. In terms of um, the slick pass and that surface, isn't it's not really. It's, it's not great for that um, and we see it, it's, it's a lot of times Celtic put their best performances in, we've seen it last year Hamden, Ibrox this season you could argue was one of the best performances in domestic anyway for Celtic um, Ibrox is a good surface, Parkhead hasn't been a great surface as we've pointed out before uh, since the Commonwealth game, so there is that aspect but I don't think you can totally blame that um, I think you look at last year There was um, the surface was largely the same and it was still a lot better performances, and I don't know if we've really seen. Uh, I mean, obviously Ross County, I think, um, beating them quite comfortably was maybe the one that stands out. But um, and there's a few others as well in in the cups and that. But in terms of this league, it's it's been it's been pretty poor to be honest. It's not been as um, as I mean, it's it's hard to say because I think obviously how many however i many games unbeaten. Um, it is hard to kind of point weaknesses, but if we are going to do that, then I think. Um, Home form, um, they're still they're still getting results, but um, in terms of performances, they're probably not been up to the standard of last year. Mm.
0: Um,
3: how do you th- do you think
0: Celtic will line up with a kind of a similar team to the one we saw maybe at Ibrox against
3: Bayern? Uh, I don't know if you may want um, ask other boys as well. Given it's only me that's talking. At the moment. No, but, uh, no, no, no. I'm just going to keep asking you about me. it. Um <laughs> I really don't know who I, don't, I really don't know how he set up. Um there's been talk that Brown and Armstrong will be fit for that. I'm not entirely sure if that'll be the case. Um to be honest, it's like every week it's almost it's a guessing game for <coughs> how Celtic will line up. Um even Saturday, I mean, Abu Kawasi starting, free starting as well. Um I know he's always got a lot of attention, but you never have thought that would have happened uh, going into Saturday's games, so it is a bit of a guessing game. Um in terms of I don't know, I think in terms of kinda of the the key areas, I think I would definitely start with Griffiths ahead of there I think that's probably gonna be the maybe the one kinda of big talking point. Um and I probably would still even though the Vries was impressive, I'd still go with Gordon um and goals as well if that was I don't know if that's really been discussed. Um, Since
0: I've kinda of gone over every single <laughs> minute
1: point in detail about Celtic. Ryan, what did do you, you think of the game? Uh, well, i only seen the highlights, but from what I've seen, as Lewis pointed out, it does sort of strike as a even contest. Uh, you kind of know Celtic will have the majority of possession, and as Lewis pointed out, Dundee did sort of just try and get an equaliser towards the end. I think Rory Deakin's chance is the one. I also, t- also touch on the penalty. Um, I did think that was a penalty where Gamboa just decided to um, nut um, his opposition. Uh, if that, that's not a penalty I'm not sure what is I, I don't think he gets anything of the ball uh, I, I noticed on Sports Scene Mikey Stewart tried to claim that the direction of the ball went the way Gamboa headed it but I I, I thought the complete opposite I don't know, I, maybe it's just the perception of the ball and the way it flew but I think Dundee should have had a penalty uh, and Deacon definitely should have scored I don't know if that's just whether he's uh, not that great or the sort of pressure of a chance falling to you like that at Celtic Park where you don't really expect it. Uh, yeah, uh, Dundee looked from the highlights like they should add a point, but you're uh, well well aware that it'll be Celtic that sort of controlled the tempo and everything of the game.
0: Mm. It's it's one of those ones where I, I mean the chances that that Felton went especially with Division goal because you you look at Division I think Lewis are right in 10 that's the first clean sheet he's kept for Celtic
3: yeah definitely um, I, I can't think you, because I think that was that was something that's pointed out about the was that um, oh he's he's, he's well he, wasn't he great when he first came in the team and he was losing silly goals um, I thought yeah, he, he does deserve a bit of politics but as as Ryan says and as I kind of pointed out earlier the deacon chance in particular I, just, I, I don't know how he's I, I don't know what he's thinking like all he has to do is poke either side of the keeper and preferably the right hand side, the bottom right hand side of the net, and that's a goal. And I, I, I don't know if he's got too much time to think about it. I don't know if it's the pressure, he's pointed out, but you're not going to get much better chances than that at Parkhead. Um, and you really need, if you want to get something out of the game, you need to take those chances. Um, I. I mean, don't Dundee well I I think the penalty I, I can I I would definitely sympathetic towards Neil McCann's view. Um I can see what Michael Stewart's saying but um I, I think if that's a penalty you kinda have too many arguments about it to be honest with you. I thought we we were lucky in that sense. Um but I mean the bigger thing the bigger issue with Dundee is the finishing I mean there's no guarantee they're going to score the penalty given how absolutely woeful they were a couple of yards for a goal in similar situations so um, aye interesting game I learned quite a bit about th- both teams
0: I saw a tweet you put out about <laughs> the miss and it seemed to get quite a good response from Dundee fans almost yeah, as if it was like yeah which which isn't which isn't great. I mean, I I I do feel that we are quite down on Dundee quite a lot in this podcast. But I mean, some positives.
3: Scott Bain. They're, look they're good. really tall. There's a positive, <laughs> I think. If we're talking genetics, um, then good genetics. We have uh, great genetics, Dundee. They're a are tall side.
1: I did think Scott Bain would be disappointed <laughs> with the goal, though. Uh, as mm. good as saves he made, I think. Even though it does move slightly. I think he does have to do better there. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think...
0: I I think we've covered everything,
3: right? Yeah. I think that's probably the the most we've actually talked about. A Celtic game out with the old fun. um, I mean...
0: I I mean, that's... uh, 59 domestic games. Yeah. Undefeated. You can't really, like... It's just, okay, they won again. or well, they didn't lose. Okay. But anyway, so let's discuss. go to... Let's <laughs> the excitement of being a Celtic fan. Right, we'll move on. We'll move on. We'll actually let Matt Finlay talk about something. We'll let him talk about Hibbs losing 1-0 at home to Aberdeen at Easter Roads. Matt, tell us all about it.
2: Um, I thought, first and foremost, it was a very good game. I thought that it up to expectations, to be honest. Um, Despite the fact it was only one nil, um, early exchanges really. Aberdeen played well. I mean, I, Hibs actually had the first kind of real opportunity. I think, I think it was Whitaker that hit the post, um, and he kind of figured, well, okay, it would be a bit more Hibs coming forward. You know, they've got exciting players like uh, uh, Stokes and McGinn were linking up well, but Aberdeen were just resolute at the back once again. McKenna and Arson were fantastic at the back, and then. Obviously the goal, as you've seen it, was honestly for me. It's like Aberdeen's goal this season in the league. It was just superb passing from I think May picked it up that he played in McLean and then obviously Mackay Stephen. But Mackay Stephen was right up from, from the beginning. He like he, he had a couple of efforts and he was you know he was threatening early on. And, and so I, I think over the balance play, Aberdeen deserved it. But it was as I said it was a good game that Hibbs came into it as well. What was Mackay um, was Stephen playing out
0: wide? Because you see from a lot of the, the highlights yeah. you kind of see, it looked as if he was playing through the middle, but was that just because of the chances he was, was getting? He
2: was playing out in the right. um, And I think May was on the left, but they kind of chopped and changed it a bit. But Mackay Stephen was on the right and then cutting in. um, but he had a few efforts. And it, it's a testament for him, really, to come, to come back into the team, given the fact that he was completely dropped a few weeks ago. I think it was after, mm. he, got, he got hooked after half an hour at the Motherwell game in the Cup. And then was dropped for the Motherwell game and St Johnston, I think it was as well. And then, well, he wasn't on the he was on the bench for St Johnston. And then came back in, and he was brilliant. He really, real looked at like a the flair player, player that we knew he was three years ago.
0: Ryan, you were you were at the game as well. Is this you think? Obviously, there was the the kind of disappointing game uh, Motherwell in the League Cup. But is he as McInnes?
1: found his team now. Is this is this the one that's that's gonna last him the season? I think definitely at the back he looks like he's found um the sort of best partnership in Arneson and McKenna with O'Connor sitting just in front of them. Sort of creates a nice little solid three. Even shinney at left back yeah, Considine was was mm. left out again. I'm not sure if he's still injured but I think we definitely look a better team with shinney at left back uh, so in terms of your sort of those five, uh, sort of Logan, Shinny, Arneson, McKenna, and O'Connor, I think they'll definitely be starters week in, week out. Now I, I, there still is a sort of opportunity to change it up front with Rooney, May, Stewart, uh, Mackay, Stephen, and Christie. Um, so I think that might still change. Uh, in terms of who we're playing, because I can't see them sticking May and Rooney up front for Celtic in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I thought um we now look like we've got a sort of solid solid defensively. That's three clean sheets in a row now. Mm-hmm. Uh and we look good going forward as well. I mean there wasn't many clear cut chances. Um and the difference is we kinda took ours.
2: Yeah. I, I think as well with um with Hibbs I said, Hibbs didn't actually have there a couple in the first half. Lewis had a couple of saves away but even though Hibbs had the majority of the ball in the last 10 minutes, they didn't do anything with it. There are a few runs in the box, and Aberdeen just cleared their lines. You know, they kind of did the dirty work, if you like. You know, just got the ball away, but they looked pretty, you know, looked competent at the back. And once again, as said the, the partnership I think with Arneson and uh, and McKenna really, really shone through. And Lewis was catching everything that was going at him. You know, like crosses. And just they just didn't. They broke down everything that Hibbs Hibbs brought forward. And I think there was there's obviously a lot made of Hibs this season, and rightfully so, because obviously they are they are a good team. But I I've said it I said it even going into the game yesterday. They are still very up and down. For every Parkhead performance, there is potential for that Hamilton game again uh, from last month. You know that they don't have the greatest home record as well. So it kind of you know and there was a big crowd there expecting a lot. And I think Hibs fans should be quite disappointed in the way that Hibs had kind of gone a bit of business towards the end of the game. They just didn't really create much.
0: This is this is the thing I've got written down in front of me. A difficult place to go question mark. <laughs> because in theory it would be, <laughs> but is it really?
2: Well well I mean Motherwell Motherwell were two 0 down and came back and drew you two two and then even Thistle gave them a scare in the opening day I'm sure they went ahead.
3: Well on as well, obviously. Yeah yeah, yeah, well, yeah exactly. Yeah.
1: They had the same kind of problem last year, um drawing it home to sort of lesser opposition uh, in the Championship. Yeah. I think they just as Matt says, just they struggle to get um, that form of consistency that you need to find uh, in the Premiership to sort of have a real mm-hmm. chance of putting results together. And I think they're still getting used to life in the Premiership, to be honest with you. Uh, they're expecting what they expect to do in the Premiership might just be a bit too high for what they should be looking at. I mean, I think Hibs fans are thinking that we sh- they should be challenging Aberdeen um, for second spot. I mean, fair enough, uh, but it's our first season first season back, uh, mm-hmm. and I think Aberdeen set down a marker on Saturday to sort of that's just there's a
0: ten point gap yes, now. Yes, just just so, to remind
1: Hibs um, of who the second best team in the country place. are. Yes,
2: <laughs> no, no, I don't, I, I don't, I don't go about saying that at know your places that's a
3: pretty Carton in saying that. <laughs> I think you actually look at it, though. There's obviously a bit of a gap between them and Hibs and Aberdeen, but um, Hibs are only one point ahead of Hearts, who, of course, have come up for quite a bit of criticism this season. Mm. Um, I think mm-hmm. that kind of tells its own story, to be honest.
1: Well, well, their next league game is against Hearts, so that'll be a huge one for Hibs. Um, yes. If Hearts won that, uh, a, a fear for Hibs fans. Um, I don't know. It's it's just it can all very quickly turn around as soon as hearts get above them on the because 'Cause they've seen before. It's an interesting one because I was thinking about this like Hibs have like that's
0: probably one of the first games this season where they've played a team kind in that kinda, you know, established top five, top six where they haven't really you know, they've, they've picked up points I mean obviously they trucked a two nothing lead them way against Motherwell, but they picked up road points at Ibrox, picked up points at Celtic Park Picked up a point against Marvel. You know this is the. This is one of the kind of games where you know those teams run about them. They've lost and there have been games against teams towards the bottom of the table where they haven't done particularly well. It's strange because they they look competent in these games with the teams at the top of the table, but sometimes it just seems to be going against the teams running about the bottom.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah, and I interrupted
0: yeah. about three people when I was going to make that point. So, so whoever else was going <laughs> to talk,
3: go. I was, was going to. Um... Just make the point <clears throat> uh, in terms of Aberdeen. Um, I mean, they really did. I know we're talking about in terms of defence, but like, um, come 90 minutes, Aberdeen had seven defenders in the park. <laughs> um, like, I know there's obviously been a fucking of outcry from uh, Twitter, which is quite weird. But um, I think Aberdeen. Um, I mean, it's it's a strange one. Like, they, I they, have, they have have shifted the way after. Go 1-0 up like, and I don't know if there has to be a conversation about the fact that maybe Aberdeen because it happened a lot last year as well they'd maybe go 1-0 up and they just defend the lead um, what? and that's no, kind of didn't
2: sorry? did you say it happened last year that if Aberdeen went 1-0 up they just kind of more defended their lead I said it happened last year on
3: certain occasions where they'd try to defend the lead and I think it would bite them on the arse a wee bit I um... don't think
2: like it did I, I think I think I'm sure there was a start going about it every time there was only like four games last year when Aberdeen took the lead that they didn't end up winning the game Or no three it was even less than that Aberdeen, Aberdeen actually scored a lot of goals last year but it was last season for me was the first time I've actually ever seen Aberdeen go ahead and then you know build on that like, more consistently I get what you're trying to say but I just felt like <laughs> Like, ah, well, like in, in years in years, no, but in years gone by, I think that Aberdeen have, like a, like I I a, a Craig Brown might have done a one <clears> 0 and defended it for for eighty minutes. But yesterday wasn't really like that either, to be honest. I Aberdeen. You, you, don't, know, you Parc- don't think
3: so with seven defenders come 90 minutes? You went defending aye, but,
2: that week. Aye, <laughs> yeah. Ren- Reynolds came on in the last five <laughs> minutes, right? O'Connor was still playing in the middle of the park, and you know, I'm like, there's. <sighs> Uh, Dominic Ball Bo- you Dominic Ball as well because he plays in the middle of the park. yeah because he can play yeah. centre
3: back as well because yeah. he can play well,
2: I think I, I get what you're trying to say but I anyway t- I about, well... t- they were trying to see out the game but it was only the last 10 minutes really
3: well, so I'm, not, I'm like... not trying to back up Hibs here because they have been waiting on like, a bunch of babies on Twitter a lot of them Um
2: but, <laughs> with the but, uh, can't compete
3: physicality. This is now an anti-hibs podcast. it's now anyway. anti-hibs. Yes. Of course. <laughs> um,
2: no. But, we'll go along with the anti park thistle. <laughs> uh,
3: but no, I just, uh, I just think the like, I, I don't know if it's a wise thing to do. Like, there's not much of a difference between. Well, Aberdeen are the better team, really, if you look at it. Yeah. Um, And they're more than, more than good enough to compete with Hibs. So I just don't know. Um, maybe it's just one of those things where feel feels, well, the win's an important thing here, it's not about yeah going out, and, but if you if, say Aberdeen go there um, and they win 3-4-0 or whatever um, mm-hmm. I mean, that that's a huge confidence boost going into the Celtic game, I feel um, I still think this, I still, think it, this still is, is but, but I just think like, in, like, it, it just, they have a habit of doing that, I, I, well, from what I can see, I don't know if you've just completely Destroy my point uh, in terms of that, but from what I can see, I wouldn't do a habit have doing that at times, um, and I just don't know if when you come up against better, um,
2: well, I, I better think, forwards, I think aka was Celtic, a couple, you may, yeah, yeah, I may
3: go, won't yeah, go in your favour there won't
2: were be there were a couple of moments <laughs> yesterday where Hibbs had got the ball in the box, and you know, like if if you had a Griffiths there, like he probably would have caused more problems than what the Hibs forwards did. You know, the, the, a better team would have. Maybe put us away. So I, I get that point, but I just think that you know, physic, physic, physically, Aberdeen have improved in the last even the, since that Motherwell game. You know, bringing in the nice
0: and genetically.
2: <laughs> well, following. you talk about genetics, right? You not look no. at like the, like not the boy Scott. Ma- no, no, no. Well, that's Scott McKenna, right? He's an absolute unit, right? He's huge. Like he's he's <laughs> like the perfect kind of centre. Breed half, him. You know, Breed him. Breed him. Yeah. <laughs> Get him, get him together with a big woman or whatever it is. Oh <laughs> no. big woman? What? <laughs> Do you remember that? What he said after the the, the Slovenia game? Cringing comments. Um, but that's the kind of player that Aberdeen have been missing in the back. You know, a big strong centre half. And even, you know, obviously Ash Taylor, rightfully so, deserved a lot of critics. But he was the kind, he won everything. That's what McKenna does and that's what Arneson does. You know, they... they you know, Aberdeen have found a way since that Motherwell Cup game to kind of defend ugly. Maybe, maybe they have to because we we got bullied off the park that night for a park. So I
1: mean, I think a point see. just on the defenders. Oh. I think it was just um, yeah, more to see out the game. I mean, you mentioned about winning three yeah. or four 0 If you're going on to do that, you kind of do that um, sort of in between what well, earlier than the 80th minute anyway. So as soon as you get to the, around the 80th minute with a one 0 win, it's only natural mm-hmm. that the other team's just gonna um sort of bombard you and I think McInnes uh, yeah. he was just we we had to get the win to just kinda of set down that marker and he just sort of kind of shored up the defence. Um and it's worked, I mean in comparison the Motherwell game was similar, uh but that was all just about getting the result <laughs> after the sort of midweek disaster. But um I do think, I mean, obviously looking at it on paper, having ended up the game with seven defenders, it looks like you're shithousing away to a win. But I think throughout the course of the game, I think Aberdeen gave as good as Hibs, um and played some really nice football at the same time. So I think, and missed a couple of decent chances as well. Uh, so I think as soon as it's just a case of getting over the line as soon as you get to around the 80th minute, I think that's what McInnes yeah. was looking to do.
0: Okay. I think us. I think us. Us kind of covered the majority of things. Of the game,
1: yes, yes. yes. Unless Matt has any more points yes. with genetics. Right, okay.
2: No, don't don't with, with genetics for now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, let's let's move on. Let's move on to McDermott Park on Friday night. We're kind of sticking with kind of top of the table here. Uh, Saint Johnson clamped three 0 by Rangers. <laughs> Kenya getting two goals. Doran's getting a goal. Uh, it's red red card for Anderson, right? uh yeah, Clamping. Yeah, I think the, there was the the revenge the revenge of the what is it the the leaked what was the the big thing that was going into this game. This was the, team, or it was the leaked team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, <'cause> yeah. <laughs> Just
3: give it an extra an extra bit of bite to this game. Yeah. Um, I I thought like, because a lot of people kind of. A lot of people kind of criticise St Johnston in terms of performance and stuff, maybe expected a bit better, but I thought Rangers were really, really good. Um, I thought the delivery, especially for the first um, the first of goal, Tavernier's delivery was spot on, like it was excellent. Mm. His uh, delivery second as well was very good. And there's not really, sometimes you just kind of hold your hands up and say, like, there's not a lot you can do about that. It was really, um, I mean, I've seen that with Tavernier before. Um, defensively he always has been um, a worry I think for Rangers but going forward he's, when he's on form he can be a real real asset and he was I think um, Friday night but um, yeah I, I just think people were maybe expecting a lot of St Johnson I thought Rangers were really really good where were they the, mm. the three points
0: there was, there was a moment where you were thinking I think Rangers were already 1-0 up by this point and then, uh, how many corners in a row was it, it had it was about 6 <laughs> and I remember like, after that moment came you, you knew that St Johnson just weren't getting back into the game because as soon as Rangers got the ball clear after the 6th corner you knew that was, that was the storm that they had to weather and they just they absolutely went for it after that um, can we talk a wee bit about uh, Peña? playing as, like, a kind of attacking number 10. Because I know there was a lot, th- certainly on the Celtic end of Twitter, <sighs> yes. talking about how, how good he was marking Scott Brown out of the game. Like, I thought going forward he looked really, really good in this game. And I wonder if that's more what he does rather than sits in defence. It's
3: funny how it's taken them that long to kind of realise that, though. Like, maybe it's just because they've packed him out of the reserves because he was unfit or whatever. Maybe they actually seen him in training. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, again, like <laughs> linking it back to Celtic, we've
0: seen. I mean, there was periods of his time at Celtic where Chris Commons was not the fittest guy on the team, but no. he scored a lot of goals in that number ten position.
3: Yeah, I think well, Commons was one of those guys that would kind of just stroll games and then would kind of come out with a, a, a kind of magic moment every every so often. and A guy kind of you could rely on rely on in big games. Um, I, I think like, it's got to be a positive that they've, for whatever reason in this game, he just um, he seems to be a completely different player to the one that we saw in the old firm and the old firm he was anonymous I think a lot of people um, watching the game wouldn't even have known he was actually playing and they've obviously spent a bit of money on him um, so I think from a Rangers perspective it's a real, real positive that he's performed as well and I think the, the hope is obviously that going forward he can that weekend we week can, but it's not just a, a blip or a I don't know, a one shot wonder or whatever. Uh, Ryan, do you think
0: that Rangers sorry not Rangers St Johnson will be a wee bit disappointed with this game? Uh, yes. Or do you think it was just a case of Rangers have turned up and they've just they've just bodied them? It's just that's what they're doing now. Yes.
1: Uh, <sighs> I think I think St. Johnston, especially Tommy Wright, will be disappointed. I mean, I think he said he was pleased with the performance up until the sending off when, understandably, things kind of changed. But, I mean, that's the sort of second successive 3-0 defeat um, to Rangers and Aberdeen. Teams, they were sort of challenging there and thereabouts last season. Um, so, do you look at that and suggest, well, have they gone backwards since last season? Uh, I think the problem for St. Johnson is they're now shipping goals Uh, that wasn't addressed over the international break Uh, and I I just think as much as Tommy Wright says he was pleased with the performance I'm not sure how much that was just to kind of try and sort of keep confidence Mm -hmm. at an acceptable level that he will be disappointed with the way things are going uh, at Perth of late
3: can you do much about those first two goals though, do you think?
1: I don't know, I think Shaughnessy gets caught under the ball, um, pretty badly. Yeah. yeah. I think I think the second one as well, actually. The yeah, second I'll one is kind me, of the...
3: more so but the first first one's just like it's it's really, really good. I don't know what i on about this, like it was what they cry for something, but like <laughs> I, I, I think sometimes we kinda over things and we don't actually look at the fact that oh readers right, actually it, put that right here.
2: <laughs> yeah it's a it's a great finish to be fair the first one, isn't it? It's it's instinct but it's a, it's a, it is actually it like, gets his position spot on and as you said the the ball is, is first class. But I th- I do think that the two of them get confused themselves almost the, the defenders. I Sean is saying who else was at the back? Was it? And then the, the problem with the second one is obviously Anderson's off the park at that time, isn't it? So, mm. like, he would probably... I was going to say, I mean, maybe, probably maybe more can be done if they've
0: got 11 yeah. men.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, so Johnson, for me, they, they don't have anything up front anymore, really. Um The likes of, like, Mc... <laughs> the, the likes of, like, McLean, for me, I, I think he's maybe had his day almost.
1: He's just now angry, uh, and, yeah.
2: Yeah, and, and Cummings isn't great either like really he's not he didn't do, they didn't do anything that we kind of like even against Aberdeen like they didn't offer anything whatsoever and I you almost feel like I think with, with St. Johnston of last season once they concede a goal it was almost like right their game plan's gone because they were so stubborn to, to you know against, against like the kind of bigger clubs last year that right if they go behind well all of a sudden you know what is Plan B essentially? Because they don't have anything kind of really going forward. Yeah. I think, so. I think St Johnston um, I mean, they have
1: missed Swanson a bit, haven't they? Yeah. I mean, I think they got their sort of tactics wrong going forward. I mean, I'm not sure how sort of variable they can be with Cummins up front, but sort of chucking balls up to Cummins against Cardoso and Bruno Alves is quite comfortable for Rangers to defend. Um, Rangers don't play that well when they're uncomfortable um, they do well sort of building on confidence and I think sort of just chucking balls up makes it quite easy for Rangers and they sort of build on that confidence I mean it was a good performance from Rangers but I think to get anything from the game you need to kind of shift the defence about a bit um, make them uncomfortable, make them a bit unsure and St Johnston didn't do any of that and Rangers just kind of built on that um, and put in a really good performance
0: Do you think just as a more kind of general point guys, do you think that this is kind of the sign of a gap emerging between the top three and
2: the rest mm, I, I don't know, I, I can see why you think that obviously because there, there is a three point gap there but I think Motherwell are, you know, are, are pro
1: Oh, no, sorry, no, no, oh, no, nothing. No, ignore ignore me. I meant, Like between ignore me. Rangers
2: and yes, yeah, um, yeah. But even like the likes of Motherwell, you know, they're not a million miles away, and they, they you know, if they've got like molt you know, up front, really, they, they've always got a chance against any of them because they, they they've now ripped up their. I know we'll come on to Motherwell in a minute, but they've kind of ripped up their old kind of their old ways. Literally with the old guard now, and they're going with something a bit more exciting that you can't rule them out of a, of a top four fit top four or five finish right now, but um, Rangers obviously did turn on the style the last two weeks, so you, you would think that they would push on. I think in more, answer to like your big th- few th- weeks. you go. No, no I'm finished, now. I'm <laughs> finished. i have finished praising Rangers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I just think on your point, Gamble, I think yes, there is starting to be a bit of a gap. I mean, that's sort of Aberdeen-Celtic on 24, Rangers on, what was it, 18? 23, 17. 23 and 17, yeah. So And then sort of three points after that. And Rangers, I think um, they have started. Well, at the moment, Motherwell are only a point behind. Yes, but... I think Rangers have started to play a bit better. Um, and as I say, I think they play well when their confidence is running high. Yeah, at the minute, it is. And I do sort of expect there to be a bit of a gap emerging over the coming weeks. Sort of Rangers to join Aberdeen Celtic a bit more. Right, we're we're now gonna
0: we're now gonna move on to my favourite part of the podcast, where I get to give stadiums a proper names. So we're gonna go to the Energy Check Stadium at <gasps> Port Hill where uh, where Kelly beat Thistle two nothing. Yes, Kilmarnock actually won a game of football. Uh, Chris Boyd's, you oh. know, if Kilmarnock are gonna win a, a game, he's gonna score. Frizell go, Oosh what an absolute screamer what an absolute screamer that when that goes in you just know it's going to be your day <laughs> uh, right we'll kind of we'll kind of talk about the game just in a more kind of general way just now and then we'll kind of move on to the news because about Steve Clark getting the job but uh, we'll, we'll start by talking about the game generally um, Kelly look brilliant <laughs> somebody
2: yeah they look good <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Kelly actually looked resemblant of the performance they put in at Petodre. Um, I've been, from what I've seen of Kelly, just because they put in that sort of good display at Petodre, I've been quite surprised they've not picked up more points than they have. Uh, the way they played, just sort of running at Partick's defence, was kind of resemblant of what they showed when they came to Aberdeen. And I'm not surprised um that they came out with a victory sort of playing like
3: that. I thought it was just quite interesting how um the kind of had Jones kinda playing off Boyd um and I just it seemed to work. I mean Kelly was really, really good. Um as kinda Ryan pointed out, reminiscent of Margot um, their the best performance before that which was Aberdeen um, Thistle, though, um, were, were really, really poor. And, um, dare I say it, resemble the kind of Submarine of last year, or Inverness of last year already, which worries me a wee bit. Mm. In terms of just that, that soul and confidence, um, the crowd getting on their back, just really super performances. Um, I know they've, they're suffering a wee bit from injuries, Um but I just, I don't, and obviously as been pointed out before, oh I they had a tough kind of start. But, I mean, you, you can't in terms of performances like that, they, they probably should be doing better. Although, obviously, Kelly does have a lot of credit. Um, I think that's, I think it's just a manner of the defeat will really worry um, some people.
0: Because mm. this was something I was going to come on to. I mean, obviously, in terms of, you know, a performance from Kilmarnock, it was a very good performance. But, um... In terms of like an actual result, um, moving three points clear of Thistle is is huge. You know when when you think you might be in a relegation battle for the rest of the season, just moving points clear of people below you is, is good. I mean, obviously, <laughs> and obviously with uh, with with Ross County losing, you know it it helps them keep pace. What well, helps them keep pace with Ross County and Hamilton, um, which kind of just you know. I mean, it's pretty obvious that teams at the bottom of the league don't win that often, but it shows you just how how much of a boost a win can give you. They were now they're within touching distance of what eighth. It's mental thinking about that. A couple of, like you know, last week or the week before. I mean, we had Callum Scott on the podcast, and I was just like, "Tell me about Kamara." and half an hour later, we kind of had to <laughs> kind of had to move on eventually. You know, so it it just shows you you know how much of a boost this kind of result can be for your team.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah I think I think as well. For obviously. They played for places probably as well. the The new manager, he he was in the stands watching them. I mean, the the, the first goal, especially when they t- they take advantage of terrible defending, you know, from from uh, mm. Keogh. you yeah. Know, and that's the that's the problem with a you know, bit Thistle, you know. They, they you talk about St Johnston leaking goals now. Mm. Well, like Thistle Thistle's defense just have not been the same really since. Obviously Lindsay, I mean, I I get that. Uh, you know, it's only nine. It's only nine games in. Therefore, you're still kind of looking back at what could have been in the summer transfer window, but almost they've not been able to replace them. You know they've not been able to kind of improve in other areas. Really, maybe up front they have, but they've not been able to get. They're not beginning to get anything yet. And if you're losing your home games against a team that's going to be a rival to you, you know, it's it's a wonder how how long it takes for Thistle uh, kickstart because they are notoriously slow starters. We get that, but that's nine games, know, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's a good you know, you're,
0: you're very closely approaching, pl- having played all the teams in the league. Yeah, I and mean, you've got three points. It's not yeah. good.
2: No. It's it's bad, in fact. Uh, <laughs> but no, full, full credit to Kelly, by the way, because that is you know, that is a really good result, given the fact that it, obviously mm. they had again it was nine games and they hadn't won a game. So
1: I think the problem for their new manager will be they know they're capable of that kind of performance. It's just kind of getting that on a consistent basis now.
2: Mm.
0: Mm. I'm sad Callum Scott isn't on the podcast this week, but I, mm-hmm. I believe he's actually still on a bend or haven't heard the result um...
2: <laughs> He was tweeting at two in the morning about Steve Clark the other night, which knowing uh, fine well he was in bloody Amsterdam, so <laughs>
1: can, you, can um, I just make a point how Matt mentioned that um Partick looked sort of pretty poor up front? It's just a wonder that they look worse up front after getting rid of rid of Adi Aziz. <laughs> wow.
2: I'm not sure how,
1: how that's
0: possible. Yeah,
2: I know. I know they're not exactly. Grim, grim
0: scenes. Lewis, he was one of your favourites, wasn't he?
3: Yes. Um, <laughs> is, that, is that me finally vindicated for just saying that he was going to be a flop, and then I think it
0: was that video the terrace put out the other uh, the other week no, I I like has, Lewis has will be all over this.
3: That. That's me. That, that's me. I what correct decisions from me at the time I was like oh but he scored in the playoff final or some part of I scored at Wembley like okay where is like, he now and, and, and yes where is he now he's in tennis videos getting not that past of him. that's what yes. he is
1: maybe he's scamming Hamilton and Hearts maybe that's what he's doing
3: well, that is mm. yes, conspiracy.
1: right um, don't
0: talk about Steve Clark because this is a big one this is yeah. this is a big name in the Kelly job.
3: Yes. Clark, Clark, like, see what yes. Clark was like with a Celtic job? And when your guys like your Rogers, and even Moyes to an extent, because he didn't have the disaster that I think he had at Sunderland yet, what could be like with the job. Um, as a kind of realistic appointment, you probably would have taken Steve Clark and ah, I like oh, You look at Steve Clark and you're going like, ah, decent, yeah. decent <laughs> pedigree
0: down south. Maybe not a lot of European experience, mm. but you know,
3: okay. And I think I yeah, just for Kelly to get was just a, a major major coup. I right? um, I I think he I think a lot of teams in the top flight, are teams um, with no disrespect bigger than Kelly would bite your hand off for a guy like him. Um, mm-hmm. So I have really they've really um, they've done well. I think uh, in getting him, and I, I think he he should because um, it has been almost universal um, praise and kind of. Um, he's already a big hit with the fans. Sometimes you see those appointments and for whatever reason they just they don't work out. But um I I, just, I can't see how this is gonna work out because he has just so much experience, um and his pedigree's just that good. Um I I think he should you think uh, get the best out of those players uh.
1: I think it's also a statement of stability, uh, from because 'cause you're yeah. not you're yeah. not gonna sack um you're not gonna sack him when he's not doing that great as opposed to sort yeah. of getting rid of Lee McCulloch, um, who's not going to have much experience. But you're not going to get rid of him uh, and until he does do that well, that he leaves and goes off to perhaps a bigger job. Um, Kamarnock will be in a much better place for it.
3: It's also a, a massive two fingers to Graeme Spears and Michael Stewart, given that uh, now Kelly <laughs> uh, have Steve Clark as manager and Falkirk have Paul Hartley. Who's a bigger club now?
1: Insert Kelly Cow. To be
2: fair, to be <laughs> yes. fair though, even the likes of, you know, you know, it's not really a surprise as such that they've been able to kind of get a bigger name, given the fact that you know Lee, Lee Clark even himself was a was a big name, mm. like when, 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 well he was well no, he's not as big a name as, as Steve Clark right but he, he's actually kind of. You know, he had a pedigree there yeah. and he, he he came he came, and then obviously he left after he, he actually did all right with him and then then they went all down down the toilet again. So um you just you just need to think if it will um ho- hopefully for Kelly's sake obviously that you know that they, they kinda of push on but they need to sort out the home record as well. Um as uh, because Michael Stewart I know is not a big fan of that uh, pitch. So until that, until uh, until he start picking up results at home, he's not going to be caring. I don't think. I
3: think just as well with Clark he's a presence. He'll kind de- yeah. demand respect from not just the players but people within the club. Who I think Kelly Cal's kind of talked before about the kind of experience running a club having a guy around like that um, can only be a positive. And also the fact, I mean, he, the contacts he'll have. Um, could be some very nice additions to uh, Kilmarnock's oh, roster I d-
2: come I don't. <laughs> come I, don't I never really go into too much about the, the contacts in England. I always remember going back to Craig Brown who's in charge at Aberdeen, and you always every two weeks there was a headline in the Evening Express about oh Brown being in contact with, with Fergie about getting youngsters from Man United up and all this crap.
3: i would mean, so ask Craig it's all, Brown though, like I, Steve Cotter, guy being about like I reckon you... I, he's got a few fingers and a few pies as you say <laughs> well if you get if
0: you get in touch with his old pal Mourinho at Man United and see no, if they will send up go, uh, seen Ty- seen Tyler, Bl- Tyler Blackett
2: oh, boy, uh, that'd be
1: <laughs> that'd be such a football Steven manager Ranko. signing
2: the thing is Steve, Steve Clark was always like a brilliant assistant on football manager if you ever remember he was he was unbelievable <laughs> I was he well. all the, yeah no, just <laughs> I'm just at the point now I'm bigging him up you see football yes. manager no, he's he's good then he's no, nah, don't
0: worry, Matt. I had Football Manager on the brain when Lewis was talking about winning like four nil Easter Road. I was going, no, nah, I have as many <laughs> defenders on the park in, in, if I was. One more, nah. <laughs> right, we should move on before we end up going on about Football Manager. Let's talk about the new Football Manager at Ross County, Owen Coyle. Oh. losing <gasps> to heart.
2: Wow. Like, oh.
0: See. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Just end, just end the podcast now We're not going to get Yeah it just end that. the I mean oh that was, uh, was James Richardson-esque uh, The Global Energy Stadium Seeing Craig Levine just, He came he saw he conquered uh, Hearts 10 men winning Good result
1: <clears throat> Yeah I love how still So depressed he was In his post-match interview I don't think he has an ounce Of happiness about him <laughs>
3: I think he actually said, because I heard him in sports sound, and then he was like, oh, I, uh, I should just uh, have a cushy wee role as director of football, and now I've got uh, all this, and it was just just want to turn oh, it off. Like. See, uh,
1: yes, I've had it well known on this podcast before that I do not like Craig Levine. Cushy. Um, so, any chance to have a dig, Cushy
2: I will. wee role? Good good to see he was taking the role seriously if he one hundred
3: percent did say that yeah which I found um, I, you, I suppose if you do analyze those comments are quite interesting yeah. but,
2: um, maybe maybe, maybe he's kind of be sarcastic given the fact that everyone has said for the last three years that he's had a cushy role at the
1: a cushy wee role well, with,
2: with
3: Craig O'Vean given his tone and voice it's, it's the same regardless of the situation you have <laughs> no idea if he's being sarcastic or not. <laughs> oh. good point a cushy wee we role this players?
0: No. <laughs> um, can I briefly just talk about the Concalves goal? No. Because no <laughs> uh, this is something that I know Lewis and I have talked about this before with Concalves, he's he's really good when he's not got a lot to do. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, if someone just rolls the ball in for him to finish it first time, he'll finish when he it first have time. To Whereas think. I thought with this I I thought he had to put a bit of effort into this goal before it would go in. I thought he did really well. Because, you know, as some have highlighted in the past that, you know, he had to kind of, you know, shimmy a wee bit to get a bit of space before he could get the finish away. So I thought, I thought that was a, a lovely, lovely goal. And obviously the, the Walker goal was a great finish as well.
3: Um, His celebration for that just was, very... was something else as well. The camera caught mm. a, a few uh, of County fans that were none too pleased. Um, mm, angry, um, angry lens. Sliding <laughs> into sliding the, the jail end. <laughs> Um, can kind we can end. we please briefly talk
0: about uh the Ross County goal music? What is
3: uh,
0: it? I've oh, no idea what it is. Oh, I can't. But I, I think it's it, I think it's
2: I remember it when we played them, actually. Oh it's something oh. I am gonna find out actually I'm gonna
0: Is it a Ross County song? Because i was delighted to hear something being played over the tannoy when a goal goes in that wasn't some like shy like a, a Ross something County like, something. I, I
2: remember listening. To...
0: <laughs> I like, was just I thought it was a really like strange way of going at, like about it it's just like oh yeah we're going to play something after they score a goal you know which is weird anyway but it was like yeah we're just going to play the Ross County song afterwards
3: I thought it was weird it was nice not to it was have certainly weirdest up up to the weirdest thing happening in this game kind of shy batter English teams usually play uh,
0: we're going to have Freed from Desire on again great turn up louder like, I'd like more atmosphere please uh. God, but
2: yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. But uh, they've got they've got a song called the Jail Ender song. Oh no! <laughs> i Dread to think well, I'll play it afterwards and see if it's that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think on the game, uh it's a it's a. Nah, We have nah, watched nah, 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 it in this game, and there may be a reason. I tried for talking
0: that. about Cincalves, but
1: you know. Uh, just a, a point on the result. I think it's as much. um as much uh, stick as oh, there we go, <laughs> as much stick as hearts have been coming in for, it's a great result for them and sets them up really mm-hmm. nicely for the derby um, coming up, where they have a chance to sort of go above Hibs in the league with Hibs losing. To Aberdeen. I think they've got Quite a good I think record. They've go from right and
3: said. It's fairly decent. But, um,
1: which is good, as it is a, a traditionally deal, a tough starts. place to go. Yeah. It's, it's
3: just tough course. place
1: to go It's but, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean
0: I know obviously they've played what one home game in the league so far I still find it to all. be <laughs> to be what one point off the top six having played one home game and you're what nine games uh, into a season that's that's not bad going I, I
2: know, mean I they've got I thought, I thought obviously home difference.
0: games can work both ways if you're under a bit even... of pressure and you've got a lot of home games that's maybe not great but it could yeah. work out well for
2: them. Sorry, man. No, no. sorry I was just thinking of the fixtures. I I thought um, Hearts of Gate, and um, Johnston next. That's Field, yeah. Right, ra- Ryan had, Ryan had said about them setting it up for the Hibs game, but they've got they've they've been playing at Murrayfield again. I said Johnston next. Right. Sorry, are they? Yeah. And then the midweek games the Edinburgh game, the Edinburgh derby. Aye, oh,
3: the. I sorry, I because it's the semi-finals this this weekend as well. That's why Aberdeen are Aye, but then, yes, Oh, right. yes.
2: that
3: happened. <laughs> said something nicely for us and giving us st Johnson is what you meant to say. Yes. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, that was that. Of course. It's uh, just to back up my um, point I made out of absolute nowhere. Um, hearts haven't lost at Ross County since twenty thirteen. So there you go. There you Stunning. go. There you go.
0: Let us start. There you go. actual informative information on this podcast for once. Nice change. Yep. Uh, do we want to? Do we want to move on to the Lanarkshire derby, the big one at the Super Stadium? This is the
3: biggest game of the weekend, which is why we left it to last.
0: Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Been obviously been from Lanarkshire, this you should yes. have you should have pushed this more. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, like not the fact that I'm from Lancashire as well. Uh, Ryan, how good
1: was that scondras goal? That was alright. <laughs> <Dependent. laughs> how was that? Tragic. No, it was just it was just typical Scoundrass, wasn't it? I mean, he scores and then he just sort typical of goes He scores <laughs> an unbelievable goal and then just cancels it out with something that you'd expect to see um, in a primary game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, hmm. yeah, I mean you know, obviously Motherwell going into this game they've been doing well. Hamilton going into this game, they've been doing shite, but as we know
3: guess, Derby, Derby games, games form goes
0: out the happen. window.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wait. This this was this was the result, wasn't it? This was gonna happen. Probably, yeah, probably. I mean I think a lot of it I mean Hamilton have a lot of attention's been put on the fact that it, like going forward, um, they don't score a lot of goals, but I think it's defensively is really, <coughs> really the issue. Um, just like quite, it, it simple balls into the box, just an absolute circus. They just panic, like they, and it's not like I don't know. It's, it's weird as well because again, we're going to talk about genetics, <laughs> but like it's not as if they're a small team or anything. Like sure, we set pieces. They should be able to stand the ground a wee bit but they just seem to I don't know, they just keep like, kinda of shit yeah. themselves anytime somebody has a decent set piece, a corner or a free kick. Um Mother will cause a lot of problems um from that um on Saturday. Um I, I think I think you're right in saying that. Uh Gamba I think Mother will probably turn the turn the corner this year or it looks like that so far, um in comparison to uh, couple of years previous, I mean, they look like a different side, they look more confident um, they look like a kind of side that will go one down and they won't phase them at all, which is obviously what happened um, so I, it was a really, really good victory, probably won, I, I think they deserve Ham-
1: I mean, an owner um, sorry, sorry, Ryan, I just on. think Hamilton's defending, um, it's just it's causing them real problems, I mean, I think <laughs> they've they've now taken the lead, the lead in the last three games and lost them all uh, they've now conceded the most goals in the league as well, and the mm-hmm. the game where they didn't take the lead, they got pumped off Celtic. It's just they're going to have to sort it out somehow. Uh, Martin Cannon, I mean, he brought in Tomas paid money from over the summer to kind of sort of show up that defense. <laughs> it's kind of worked the opposite, <laughs> opposite, hasn't it? It's dr It's not. It's not fantastic. To show up that
3: circus at the back.
1: Yeah. they'll need to sort it otherwise they're going to end up in a relegation scrap once again because the forwards you mentioned they're not scoring a lot but they are sort of doing their job by getting their team in front I mean they took the lead against St Johnston Rangers after 60 seconds and then now Motherwell and they've somehow managed to ship (laughs) 8 goals um, (laughs) over those 3 games after taking the lead it's not good enough
0: it seems like this, they've kind of just regressed from last season. That'd be one of those ones where, like, they'd go ahead and then they'd they'd somehow lose the lead and draw one each, or <laughs> draw or just draw nothing each. Whereas now, now there's now they just lose. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's not good. Losing games of football isn't good.
1: No. <laughs> I mean, it
2: doesn't. What's there a, you go. That's another what's, fact. What's happened to, happened to Templeton? It was he in the squad, at the, or the weekend again. Pricey's injured. But he got crocked. He got crocked again, didn't he?
1: He came back. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, just... yeah. Should we also touch on Hamilton being scammed
3: out of seven hundred and fifty thousand oh, yeah. pounds? We need to talk about this because this is like well, they've been scammed well, seven hundred That's not even funny. Like...
1: I love to think Wait, this isn't good. I love to, right okay this is a joke right I love to think that Martin
0: just remember just remember there's a police investigation into this so just be careful boys
1: <laughs> I love to think that Martin Cannon has been sitting through his emails and he's clicked on something that uh has done the club out of nearly a million pounds and he's like oh for Fox, this, sweet, I, this is
0: this on? is the thing isn't it they're saying they're saying it's a, a sophisticated scam
1: yes maybe they tried to I scam. think both
0: I think both Hamilton and Harz have both yeah. said this is a sophisticated yes. scam T- I really hope it's as sophisticated as they say they are, because if this turned out to be another classic Scottish football moment yeah. of like Ross County deleting. Uh, their that's what I was watching about to say like
3: I think a lot of people kind of looked at the story and thought, oh no, funny Scottish football isn't the best league in the world. Kind of pat oh, all like it's uh, oh like Ross County when they delete the website. This is another one of those. So, like, there's, uh, and it's oh, like a funny perfect thistle mascot, like. Oh, and Hamill just get scammed by a Nigerian prince, and no, no <laughs> I think this is actually quite serious. Like, and this is, actually, yeah, this is actually, quite bad, like, yeah, this is quite bad. Yeah, fifteen million pounds, like fifteen. What Hamill? I mean, yeah, if my heart so I don't know how much they've lost, but if there's anyone new, Hamill is still one. Eighty granders, man,
2: was that thing? Oh, yeah, a, that, that's that's nothing. Then, that's that's easy, the that's that's hearts foundation.
1: <laughs> that maybe that was um, the truth behind why they didn't get the seats.
2: Oh. Aye. Now, now there's it was a conspiracy a theory for that's would, big. Alex Jones in the that podcast. Seats, no? <laughs> well, that's the that's the, Jay, the James McCarthy and, and uh, James McArthur uh, money just kind of gone now again. <laughs> was it like a, You know, they, they, every year they keep saying they're still saying they're they're making money off of those players. It's like well, there's there's pretty much all their fee gone now. I'm not
1: <laughs> in yeah, a scam. I'm not sure what the scam is because I think what happened was they took the money from the clubs' float uh, and then the sort of the directors are now pumping money back into the club's float to kind of keep it operational <laughs> so it's not which, which is dangerous language which, isn't it Like that's it's yeah. not good news and I think um, they might be in a bit of a bother if they don't somehow recuperate that money especially for a club like Hamilton um, who need every penny they can get which is why I'm surprised mm, it'll be very to, interesting to see how this develops later on in the season
0: but I think we should leave it at that
1: Maybe maybe case. they won't be here by the end of the season.
0: Well, hmm, hmm, you wouldn't want to speculate, but like, imagine it is a, a amount of money which would threaten the running of a club. Well, it sounds like it is. What happens? It sounds there? like it is. Like, like what happens there? Like, if there's like genuine fraud that's going on, like, what would happen if a team goes into administration as a result of that? deduct them points all like if all the teams, the teams to steal money them. from as
3: well like, how, I do want to have harmless? Money, like. Like.
2: well at the end of the day it's Come a business that they're stealing from you know it's not like you know it could be any it could be Super Seal being targeted <laughs> 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 fuck Super Seal man I fucking hate that could uh, be some fan some angry Airdrie uh, uh, fan <laughs>
1: mm, stealing money for Airdrie <laughs> yeah, just miraculously yes like <laughs> grand
3: in their account. No, it's not it's not speculate sh- right here, yes. This is a serious big people thing.
0: <laughs> mm, true. uh we, we probably should move on. I'm gonna say. uh, But I really want to move on to the Dumbarton St Mirren game in the championship. Just so I can say St Mirren won 2-0 at the Euro Radio 103 FM Stadium.
1: Uh, <laughs> and just so we can. Saint Mirren are
0: going to win the. They're going to win the league.
1: Yeah. Can we also make about that uh, comment about that photo that seems to appear every single year on social media? at A minute about the Saint <laughs> Mirren fan who decided not to pay money for a ticket and
3: sit on the rock instead. These Saint St. Mirren lads yeah. decided to watch the game from a castle. Hashtag lads. Do you, do you
2: know. Do you know what else Holding really a beer? About that. How like to tweet? Did you see that? What sorry? Uh, uh, Hamilton Ackies liked the tweet from Superman Active. I saw it appear on my. That's how I saw it on my timeline. (laughs) I follow Hamilton, and it actually said Hamilton Ackies and two other people like this tweet. (laughs) I clicked on it. Was actually it was the the can of beer. Absolute ridiculous. Like,
1: (laughs) are we now? Are we now condoning not paying to get into football matches? If if you're a lad, yes. (laughs) It's like that. Yeah. um, If if
0: yeah, if it's if it's for patter reasons, yes. (laughs) If it's not, no. <laughs> I mean, let's be serious. These... If it would get a thousand retweets on the Lad Bible, yes. If not, these no.
1: People were, <laughs> these people were the people you look at from inside the stadium after paying your money going, oh, look at those cunts standing up there trying to watch again. game.
3: <laughs> I, Aye. To be fair, you wouldn't actually see them because like, the, the way it is at the bottom, like, you're not even really looking at the rock when well, the rock's ah, behind you. Technicality. So you... Yes. So you're wrong, right? <laughs> I'm not looking
0: at anyone I, but I do like that that's like because you know there was the who was it was CSKA Moscow like there was a yeah,
2: there was no, a hotel
0: no. that overlooks their stadium I like that that's the Scottish football equivalent of it like a hill do you it. think it's that's
1: really the first castle. time Dumbarton have ever been compared to CSKA Moscow I
0: Same hope so time, I really man. hope so I hope that's a first for the podcast <laughs> a world first <laughs> there's
3: just no way to prove that though
0: yeah let's just claim it that's a world record there we go yeah St Miriam will win the league uh, they'll win the league
3: they'll win the league boys it's gonna happen I thought it was gonna be done the United though given they're maybe top oh sorry oh wait yeah oh wait
2: <laughs> the
0: 4th and even if they win and St Miriam lose next week they will still not be top of the table
3: <laughs>
0: Where did that was that all Tom's all?
3: last appearance in the podcast yeah I think so I, I think, think I it I think is that. which makes it worse So much worse. It makes it look like he just made this outlandish statement and then left and then United are just like... It sounds like he's cursed them by saying that. Yeah. In fact. The curse won't end until he appears on the podcast again.
1: Yeah. It's after they claimed they were world beaters by being Queen of the South by a couple of (laughs) (laughs) years. I just think on on St Mirren's one though I think it's a win you'd expect them to get. I just think that uh, Dumbarton, um, you're yeah. going to need to beat Dumbarton if you're going to be up there and thereabouts. So I don't think it should be overplayed. Um, how good a result that is, because I think St Mirren should be expecting to beat Dumbarton if they have any but any ambitions of going up. <laughs> how good a result is Livingston beating Dundee
0: United two now? That's
2: unbelievable. It was a result of the weekend. At the
0: Tony Macaroni Arena. Sorry, yeah. boys. You're What's up, Five, that five that in?
2: in a row now we've had of uh, globalised names. Get- yeah, damn right. If
0: you sell out, you deserve to have your stadium ge- name given out. <laughs> from- oh, yes. Oh. Livingston. I've
2: still never been to that place. Yep. Tony Macaroni Arena. Well, apparently, this was the result of the
1: weekend, according to our panellist Tom McKinnon. <laughs> you would say that
0: mm-hmm. beating the greatest team in the history of the Scottish Championship is, is fairly, fairly impressive are we going to say anything about um, Paul Hartley getting a draw against Inverness we'll is this a, a good we'll sign give, or a, a bad sign? Draw
3: was no no no
0: no okay
3: was
0: yep okay right, right we'll move on <laughs> Um, yes. Yeah, so and obviously Morton won, which is good. At Brecon which you'd you'd expect. Uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of the Championship, kind of rushed through it. But wow. Just look it's a done deal.
2: Falkirk are ten points behind the United in fourth.
0: Dear old oh dear, so how they might have fallen. Huh. Um, let us move on, shall we?
2: Yes.
0: League One, right? It came it obviously came against the wrong team, but East five five, Albion Rovers four. That is, is that the was that the game of the weekend or the result of the weekend? I'm trying to remember now.
2: Uh, I no, I wouldn't even say either. <laughs> Before, <laughs> oh I'd say, Walthian. Three goals, three goals, and yes, injury we, time. We will, not We, we will for
3: talk about the
2: but yeah, so oh fair. well I didn't realise it was three goals
3: and that's pretty impressive to be fair. It's not the first time to be fair, Albin Rovers have had a few of these results. And they beat F- Queen's Park five two as well earlier on the season. And uh, mm-hmm. I I beat Allah as well actually five two. I sort of <laughs> they seem to uh be involved in a lot of a lot of game, a lot of goalie games, as you like to say, Gamba.
0: Mm, the goaliest the goaliest team in the league they might actually be the goaliest team in the league
3: they they must be
0: surely 24-4 20, 22 against hmm. that, that that's, that'll that take some beating <laughs> throughout all of Scottish football yep <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a shame Johnny isn't on because he saw a United's two each draw with airdrionians which is an okay result I suppose for mm-hmm. who? For so Ayr, they... because they didn't,
3: they didn't lose much ground on Albion Rovers, but they did lose ground on Rafe Rovers. Yeah, Johnny's watch one like, that you mentioned. This game to me um, it probably <laughs> says a lot, but it was two each. So you think he made it, but I don't know. I think. Um... Right, and there's a bit of, there's a bit of, you know. I mean, I mean, airmaster. There's a bit of rivalry
0: up. between the two well, of
3: them, isn't there? Well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, is Allegedly. it? Uh, yeah. I suppose they both had a bad stolen by Big Lord Lion, so there's that. I suppose there's, there's that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, I just. Um, I, I heard that um, I missed a lot of chances there, and it does seem to be the theme that they create a lot, but it's just finishing that's letting them down, which you wouldn't think would be the case. So I got more Moffat there. Um, but. Um, I, and I suppose, well, obviously, defensively as well, given they did concede to the goals, so it is. It's got to be frustrating, I think, for here, given just how well they started, and they have fallen off just a wee bit um, of what...
0: Yes, okay. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm just going through some of the the other results. Faith uh, Rovers winning 2-0 against Arbroath. It's a big one, I Though think. they're, Yeah, a big just one because, because of have gained
3: bit, ground. Yeah, Arbroath have been doing really well recently. This is one where you can see. I mean, if Wraith are gonna slip up it could be here. Um wasn't to be though really, really good result and uh oh, it could be, you would think it'd be hard now for Wraith to, to muck up that at the moment. I mean it's always only five points and there's only been nine games played but um still I mean I think I think it's this Wraith's week week to lose really and it's been like that for a wee while now. Um, but yeah, I mean, as we've seen, A. R. Had trouble with our Bro. Um, a lot of teams have had trouble with our Bro. our bro's Done it right actually this season, but it's just. Um, I think it's just a really, really good result. This probably went under the radar a wee bit. Well, that's our Bro's first league defeat in over a year,
1: isn't it? Away league defeat. Sorry.
3: Yes, you probably should have paraphrased that. I was wondering what you say uh, I think it, I think it must be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well done, Wraith.
0: <laughs> yes, and I suppose we should probably, do you want to move on to the Scottish Cup? Do you want to pick oh, out our particular results from the Scottish the, Cup? I'm just going to
3: ignore the Queen's part, of the fact part of drew one each with four foot and strung to yes, beat Al- Yes. Two now.
0: yes. Okay. Mainly because we're pressed for time, <laughs> so yes. <laughs> uh, ah, fuck it. Result of the round, boys. Who's your Who's your result of the round?
2: Wodhi and Vassal,
3: Sure, <laughs> sure it has to be that. We're not
0: we're not giving we're not giving any credit to East Co for winning the rematch, no. ah, uh,
3: that's a good point. They were I think East Co were three to one. Um I actually put them <sighs> on a wee kind yeah. of uh kind of funny we couldn't. I had them with Kamarno and a funny uh, Ross County one. as well. Uh but I had it on a double so I ended up winning a wee bit. But um I right, East Co that um was a, was a, I don't know why there was sh- I'm not as up to date with the old league as I am, um or anything else really. But um I, I just I think from what accounts they have it's not as been well, it was definitely not been anywhere near as easy as it was last year, they've struggled a wee bit. Um so I don't know if that was a factor uh in the kind of bookies saying that. But even from going back to the League Cup when they were going up against um league sides, they they, they held their own quite a wee bit, so um, Spice has seen at that price but um, yeah it was a real real light goal I think in that game
0: but right let's go for it let's
1: loathe, loathe
3: Before you,
1: Thistle you. Yeah. before you go into the game oh, does anyone great. know why they changed their name?
3: it's because Hutchie vale were a um, youth team you know, and they, they merged didn't they? ah right okay I see I
2: thought you knew that and were kind of testing our knowledge actually the way you said it nope
3: <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought it was some, like, weird story here. <laughs> no, I didn't know
1: myself. Yeah. It's just because uh, oh. I used to play against Hurchyvale in my playing oh. days. Yeah. I just didn't realise they uh, merged. But... <clears throat> yeah, sure.
3: So, oh, okay. Is that in this game? This, this is incredible. I mean, still and Albion
0: are, like, are gonna, well... They're probably going to be in the playoffs, at least at the end. I mean, they're a couple of points clear at the top of the league too. This is mental. It's a mental result.
3: Yeah, I think just, starting out <laughs> being one of those just kind of horrible, horrible results for um, established league sides. It just does seem to happen sometimes, just when you're not on your game, um, I think. And then when you're going up against a team that really want it, um, it can be difficult. Um, but I think the fact as well, they're playing at home. um, and for um, and Thistle get the get the result they just wonderful, wonderful result. Um, and I, for, for me, there's not even there's there's no even really a game or a result that's anywhere near as close as, close to that. I think.
2: Um, yeah, I I would go along with that as well. Although I'd like to point out, Bucky Thistle hammering uh, uh, Lowland League leaders BSC Glasgow. Well, I think they're still at the top of the league, um, 6-2. So proving that the Highland League is better than the Lowland League at the time. However, proving the time that
3: the, the juniors okay. are better than the Highland League, going after them beat Devravelle 2-0. Although I am, I, I, I'm aware really Devravelle have been, yeah, they been Highland the, 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 the horrendous. <laughs>
2: yeah, but ba- Adi ba- beating Selkirk 2-0. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Bax are juniors up in Aberdeen. Yeah, good, it's good results all right. around. That's what I love about the Scottish Cup at this stage. Like, I mean, Peter Head winning 9-0 against an amateur team. Why are? How are an amateur team getting to this round of the Cup? It's, it's amazing. Well, Queen, well, Queen's Barker with it.
3: Yeah. Oh, I know man. what you mean, but I, I actually make this mistake on the podcast. I said they um, I, I were the first amateur that... team to be in the first round of the Scottish Cup, or second round or something. Which is obviously just <laughs> completely false, given... Um, the scottish it's cup like, originally had just had amateur teams <laughs> 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 yeah, in like yeah. team. it but it was more so in terms of amateur league side in yeah. terms of the but, amateur but association um, it, is it edu
2: sport, I can, I yeah, it do do sport it? yeah they play at the palace
3: grounds in Hamel. <laughs> is that
2: where they play yeah yeah,
3: yeah nice. play. Where, where are they actually from france yeah, it was I. France.
2: france. oh yeah mm-hmm. so it's, it's a like french players coming over here it's a very bizarre setup well, see, so, you know, because I was i have seen at Aberdeen's end, like youth team have drawn their. You oh, point, no. Uh, <laughs> Aberdeen's youth team have drawn their 17s in there. Jesus. Oh, stay away
0: from Malcolm McKay territory, please, boys, please. <laughs> Sorry, Matt, you were saying.
2: No, just saying that. that. Ed Ed Edusport. What's <laughs> his name now?
1: Edusport.
3: Edusport. Like Morris Edusport. Morris
2: Edusport. Morris Edusport. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Aberdeens uh, 17s are playing their their seventeen's, but down in Annan in the cup. So I didn't actually know where they were where they were based. But apparently, then they at Hamilton. So I've no clue. Um, just a wee point there. And they're also Scotland's newest club, hmm. allegedly, of course. Yes. <laughs>
1: France's newest club. There we go. Well, it's more. F-
2: Can we talk about the draw as well? for The cup. Oh my Yeah, please, please. Some please. of the guys are brilliant. Like, uh, I, I thought you meant the I actual mean draw. The fuck up. Well, yeah. Well, that. Oh yeah. Oh sorry. I mentioned it before. I? The, si- the six and the nine. Jesus, man. It's, it's twenty seventeen, and they're still mixing up sixes and nines. Honestly. <laughs> fair play. <laughs> Can work experience at the SFA clearly again embarrassing like, what they can't I, didn't, I think they didn't show it did they show it live on like Facebook or anything yeah, yeah it yeah, was yeah because yeah, there's oh, been a few God. videos going on <laughs> that's, uh, hmm. that's hor- horrible
0: but yeah what's,
2: what's your, what's your favourite tag erm um, Baxter D playing host at Air United Baxter D play at a stadium that holds about 100 seats it's, it's brilliant um, I don't want to sell
3: out and play it like Tyne Castle or just some kinda of meh kinda of top flight like, mm. ground. Like play it at like the proper stadium. I don't care if it's got mm. like Five hundred standing places in a shit yeah, social club. Just no, exactly. play there, like. Unfortunately, I, I um, absolutely hate that.
1: They don't have a ground. Uh, it's just literally, oh. it's, <laughs> literally <Even> a, <laughs> it's literally even It's a park. Yeah. <laughs> Which I have bad memories of, um, because the one time we played Hutchison Vale, um, when I when I played for Spartans in my playing days, oh. uh, we got beat eighteen one. Um, so that that wasn't ideal. We actually took the lead.
0: That's, that's, that's not a good result. Yeah, we took the what lead. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
1: that's the only that's time amazing. I've ever played at Sopton Park.
2: Sopton Park. Oh, God. It's horrendous.
0: Well, St Marin may be making the trip there. Probably not.
1: I really <laughs> don't think the game will be uh, played there, to be <laughs> honest with you.
2: Bucky, Bucky, Bucky hosting uh, is another... You'd argue because obviously Breaking the Championship is pretty good. It's not exactly a money spinner because I don't <laughs> think are going to travel, but it's a decent uh, bucket going well, so hopefully they put, put the turnover Breaking if they can. Um, yeah. so, all right. And then, it's so is it the next round then that the the, uh, the the big dons come in? Am I right? It's not all of them. I think
3: it's just, um, I, I don't
2: think know how it works because Falkirk aren't there,
3: I'm sure. I but like but I think
2: Falkirk come in
3: in the, with the rest of us. Yeah, I think. I think it's something, well I'm not sure exactly it Must be the next one, yeah. Because I'll do a fair one in it and stuff, so.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It will be that
0: then. We will find out in due course, hopefully. <laughs> right, I think that's us boys. I think I said dud. i have got a question. We do, Kenny Clark's asked us a question about Steve Clark. The
2: referee. Ask <laughs> <Answer That's> us. <laughs>
0: Does the pod think that Clark will be an improvement for Kelly? Superb assistant, but lacking in success as a manager.
3: Hmm. I I, I get his point point, to an extent. Yeah, Well, I think he was. Can you
0: class, like, not getting relegated as a success?
3: Well, no, but he got in the highest league position since the 70s or the 80s or whatever, so he obviously was successful to achieve things there, but um, I get what he means. It's not as if he's... Um, I mean, he's been assistant manager for years. He's been around the game for for years, but um, obviously in terms of managerial experience, it's probably say, well, less than five years or so. If if we're talking at all, so I, I suppose he doesn't apply, but mm. I, I I just I think he'll be he's such an improvement for Kelly, as we kind of pointed out earlier on. Um, he'll just change that club, and uh, I think he he's just a, a brilliant appointment for Kelly.
0: Any other thoughts,
2: boys? Amen. Very
0: good appointment. Well, there we go. I think that's us. Done. (coughs) With this edition of the Bushball Podcast. So, yeah, that's it. Lewis, it's been a pleasure speaking to you.
3: Pleasure as always, Gamba.
1: Thank you very much. Ryan, it's been good fun. Pleasure as always, Gamba. We will start with repetition and end with repetition. Oh, my
0: boy. (laughs) And Matt, it's been a joy welcoming you back to the podcast.
2: Thanks for having me back on, guys.
1: Yes, filling your pockets,
0: Matt. You're good. I'll let you. Uh, <laughs> I'll let, <laughs> I let. I occasionally. I uh, I'll let Ryan plug his stuff. Last time he's on. Uh, Matt, if we want to, if we want to see any of your work, you're at Aberdeen FC on Twitter,
3: right? <laughs> <laughs> How'd you shit your <laughs> way to a win? Yeah.
2: yeah. Start. Start. giving me a beef right now, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you'll find me there or other places. Other places? <laughs> other places, places. oh,
1: mysterious. Ooh. The Aberdeen Instagram,
2: the Aberdeen Snapchat, Ooh. the Aberdeen Facebook, <laughs> the sewers. <laughs> oh. The sewers, please, well, be in the sewers. Oh, dear. The fields. And on
0: that note, we will, we will see you later. Goodbye. Right. Hey!